Hello and welcome to NFT. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy. NFT is presented by Packrib Media. Should have opened with that, but it's just inferred at this point. It's been two months since Packrib Media started and it's gotten off to a great start. This episode has aged like a fine wine. It has been sitting in the vault for about a month and a half. Uh, and, and this it will take you back in time uh, to the Nine Lives Lounge announcement uh, when sort of the, the it came into fruition. All of the promises that was made by NBA Top Shot uh, were delivered on, and we were joined. Adam Fish joined me on this episode, and we were joined by Dream Shaker, uh, one of just like the the best dudes in this whole space. Super cool guy, super kind hearted. Uh, has his own Twitch stream that's doing really well called Boards to Buckets, and we just got into sort of his guttural reaction to the Nine Lives Lounge news being dropped. So yes, it's a little, uh, it's a vintage episode. It's been aging and it's, it's ready for consumption now. I hope you enjoy it, but let's just get into it. Adam Fish joining me to talk Nine Lives Lounge with our special guest, Dream Shaker. Here we go. I am joined by NFT NBA Top Shot lead correspondent and all all around just cool dude, brilliant writer, massive contributor to Pack Rip Media, giant in the industry. Look at that intro, <laughs> Adam wow. Fish. Welcome. That is, you really set me up there. All right, you, now now I I got a high bar to meet. I, I thought you were just gonna say like. I'm just bringing on some dude, but, but this is, uh, all right, let's, let's go. Let's see Set if I can live up to that introduction. High. Set the bar high, man. It, why not? Jeez. You know, you're right. Like, I thought you were going to ease me in. We would talk about the weather in Dubai or something. And then we'd well, talk okay. a little top we, shot. And we, can, we can do that. It's really damn hot. There you go. Is it, is it hotter there than it is at summer league right now? Which one is hotter? Oh, it's not. Yes. It's hotter here. And we're on the Gulf. So you're getting that that humidity. It's not dry heat. It's humid. One twenty one. Not this Ooh. pack rip in that weak dry heat. He's not really. Yeah, you got the dry heat. You can you can live with. Yes. From one casino to the next. Yeah, but I, I think you'd be it's... okay. Don't worry about him. <laughs> worry about me out here. Good grief! Look, Adam. It's always great to see you and catch up with you. You've been absolutely Likewise. killing it with your contributions to Packrip Media, and uh, you're always good on the pod. But you know, your writing is is really, really. I I wish I could write like you write. Um, maybe one day. Thank you. Um, That's very very kind words. I'm yes. uh, just trying to keep up with all of the great content on Packrip Media. It's so exciting. It's a lot of fun, and uh, you know, Joe Srom. Chris Otis, uh, you know, the here for the moment guys. And uh, of course, our, uh, our, our editor in chief, uh, Pack Rip. I mean, it's uh, he, he kills it every time. Top Shot Swicky last night on Ladies Night Stream. Fantastic Top Shot Swicky. Yes, of course. Yep. I, I, you know what? She she doesn't participate in our WhatsApp group text as much. So sometimes it's not she's not as front of mind, but her profiles, I I love reading those profiles and humanizing she's, the apes. And... She's better off for not participating heavily in the WhatsApp group. Uh, we're having too yeah, much fun Yeah, you're not wrong. There. Yeah. You're yep. not wrong. Yep. So, okay, we're going to talk Nine Lives Lounge. Massive announcement from Top Shot this past week about the utility, the promised utility being delivered with the Nine Lives Lounge. And then in a couple minutes, we're going to bring on one of the Nine Lives Lounge members, Dream Shaker, and we're going to get into sort of his perspective on how he's felt 
seeing the sort of um, the promises delivered. So Adam, why don't you take us through some of the things that Top Shot announced in terms of the utility being a part of this this community, you know, provides you. So uh, before we get to that, let's let's rewind a little bit to give a little bit of history for in case any listeners are kind of not as familiar with Cool Cats and the the journey that the set and its collectors have been on. So uh, the starting point really is all the way back in January is when this set started. And Top Shot announced it. They announced that it was sort of a, a tribute set to CryptoKitties, which was Dapper Lab's earlier successful NFT project. And it it always seemed... They sort of dropped hints over the months, but as the set was slowly uh, released, one, one pack drop at a time, and there were, I believe, six of them, um, as it was released... They, they sort of dropped these little crumbs that it was maybe a bit of a pet project for the team. Like it always, um, I think they felt like it was, it was always a little bit special. Um, and it, it, as time went on and, you know, they, I mean, started at the beginning of the year, the drops kept coming. Obviously the, the market since March has steadily declined, but all throughout from, from January to June, they were releasing this set one at a time or a few at a time. Um, and there were, you know, a certain number of collectors that were in it. And then uh, I believe in June was in the office hours when the team really spoke about wanting to make Cool Cats the Soho Lounge of Top Shot. So they wanted to, to view Cool Cats collectors as this is sort of a... a an exclusive group, not exclusive, and they, they wanted it to still be available to anyone that wants to buy in, but they wanted owning a full Cool Cat set to really imbue people with some special privileges. But we hadn't really seen what that would look like until recently, until this announcement. They'd made reference to a private Discord and sort of some other, some other perks, uh, they but this announcement, the, uh, they did give the guaranteed drop access, right? That was one yes, thing that you're they, right. the sort of early, early promise fulfilled, right? But other than you're that, right. I don't think the Discord had, did the Discord start? At, before, no, no it, right? it, it didn't exist yet. They talked that it was coming, but you're right. The, the, the only perk up until this announcement had been, um, or the only perk from Top Shot, because we can talk a little bit later about the community uh, driven... Uh, rewards, but the only perk from Top Shot was um, that uh, complete collectors were guaranteed access to uh, all pack drops for the balance of Series Two. So, regardless of your collector score, anything they didn't—they weren't guaranteed the pack itself, but they were guaranteed uh, at least access to the queue. They didn't have to worry about their collector scores and and all those things as the rest of us have. Yep, that, that makes perfect sense. And so, okay, let's get into the specifics of what exactly was announced uh, by Jacob and the Top Shot team for those who were fortunate enough to... Cl- and how many... Do you know how many moments are in that set just off the top of your head, Adam? Uh, I believe there are 30. Yep, okay. So it's a big set. Yep. Okay, so yep, what... It is, what- uh, I mean, and, and the, the two biggest uh, or the two most expensive 
moments all throughout uh, have been the the Lamelo and the, the Luka Doncic. Uh, obviously, those prices have fluctuated a lot over the months, but those have been kind of the two big bottleneck moments. Yep. Okay. So, what was promised or what was delivered, I should say, by Top Shot this past weekend with this announcement? Yeah. So, um, so they the they the team made this announcement that um, there were going to be a, a whole suite of perks the i mean the the sort of the the structure of all of these benefits was going to be this private discord um that would only be available to those that have collected at all and then within that uh there would be all kinds of access there's you know conversations with nba stars um you can you're able to connect with uh tristan radink uh top shots new gm uh, dave feldman the svp of marketing with Rohan himself, um, so you know, really the the brass at at Top Shot are making themselves available to this community. Um, there's also a private support channel for so that you know it, users that that need support can just go there and they don't have to wait, you know, write a, a support ticket to the general staff or anything like that. Um, and then there's there are some other there's some merchandise perks. So uh, every collector is going to get an, a special a unique infinity objects piece and and I should say that that piece is is I believe the only one that is not going to be open to new collectors so that they took a snapshot already and anyone that had the full set already is going to have access to that um, but the other perks you could you could buy the full set today and we can we'll talk about prices but um, you could buy the full set today and still have access to them um, and then there's going to be exclusive merchandise um, they're going to be doing, I believe, a signed uh, NBA jersey giveaway every day between now and the beginning of next season for members of the Discord. Um, and they've they've teased other giveaways and merch and um, and connections with with other you know NBA personalities and those sorts of things along the way. And is this in perpetuity? Like, is this sort of Cool Cats membership? You know, in terms of completion, like or are you part of the, is this something that you, you keep as long as you're a member of the club? And if they continue to roll out new utility, you sort of reap the benefits of that. And are they planning, do you think to, to keep doing more or do you think this is a sort of, you know, this is it? Yeah. You know, I, I haven't seen them indicate anything to suggest that they're going to require more moments to collect. Um, I would think at some point they probably will because it seems I, I could be wrong. Maybe internally at Top Shot they think differently, but you know, I think if, if you look four or five years down the road, the idea that oh, to get into this club you need to collect Cool Cat Series Two specifically um, might appear to users at that time to be sort of arbitrary. But as far as I know, the intention is for this to be an ongoing benefit. That's very cool. Well, how about we bring in a community member? of the Nine Lives Lounge, one of these collectors that's that's collected the entire Cool Cat set and and ask him about sort of his journey through this process. What do you think, Adam? Let's do it. Okay. On the mymoment.com guest hotline, I'm going to bring in Dream Shaker. Dream Shaker, welcome. How are you today? Fantastic. Glad to be here with you guys. Yeah, happy to have you, man. Um, we've been talking for a while now, and it's great to finally get you on the pod. Uh, you know, Adam, I'm going to turn it over to you. Let as we sort of walk through this journey of what your collection experience with Cool Cats has been like. 
So why don't we, to, to start with Dreamshaker, maybe tell people a bit about your your in, initial Top Shot experience and then how you got from there to Cool Cats and, you know, making the decision to collect the full set. And, and let, let's start with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it's interesting, but like many collectors, I hadn't actually been privy to the whole Twitter world. I had maybe 13 followers at that time. My initial collector experience was just on the platform late February, early March, just kind of playing around with the tools on there and getting familiar with the UI. And it wasn't really until I had an interaction between Roham and Darren Rovell. Uh, Darren Rovell, as many people might know, um, was not very, you know, always on Top Shot's team uh, with the platform. And so I was kind of there intermediating between these two uh, people on different ends of the spectrum in terms of what Top Shot could provide to uh, not just basketball fandom, but NFTs at large. Uh, so when I when that happened, then I saw kind of the Top Shot community come out in droves and start, you know, following me on Twitter. And then I thought, wow, this is really something here. There's legs in this platform. And so from there, it's just when you initially start collecting basketball moments for me, at the very least, uh, I think about it in terms of just my basketball fandom, because I'm a diehard NBA fan. And anybody who's followed my journey knows that I just absolutely love basketball. So it wasn't until one day I made the connection where I thought to myself about my one of my favorite moments in the arena, which was between me and my father going to uh, Dwayne Wade's uh, first playoff game against Baron Davis and the Hornets and him hitting a game winner at the end of the game. And I said, if I sit in that stand and I could have access to that moment, I've been to so many basketball games. And to me, it's just extremely difficult to be able to collect all those moments in my own brain and pull it out from my own memories to think that I could actually have those moments somewhere stored and never lose them. Uh, for me, for somebody who treasures these memories, that's something that just really speaks to me as a basketball fan, but as somebody who just enjoys life. And uh, that's really what started, you know, that initial connection. Uh, but then, you know, Cool Cats was really my training ground for actually uh, getting into challenges, buying and flipping moments, supply and demand. Um, I was doing that quite a bit uh, to basically minimize my costs of getting into Cool Cats because it was quite expensive initially. So that was basically how I started the journey and ended up in the Cool Cats was basically just uh, finally starting to engage with the actual challenge process itself. Okay, so so at what point? I mean, it, early on, you you had a sense of what a huge task it was going to be to complete this whole set because because the team had kind of laid it out for you. So what made what? How did you make the decision to say, "I know this is going to be a big commitment"? Like you said, it's not cheap to do. I'm going to commit to this. I'm going kind of, you know, I don't know that it's it's your whole portfolio, but I'm basically going all in on Cool Cats. Yeah, so that was very difficult. Uh, the thing was, is that challenges at that point, let's take a step back and remember, they were like six at one point. And so I, for my own personal budget, I was a little bit priced out of the MGLEs and some of these other uh, challenges, the hollow challenges. So for me, it just became that the Cool Cats, really it's the art that drew me to it because these base common moments don't have any kind of drawing on it. And just me as a cardboard collector, I thought, okay, this actually looks cooler than a lot of these moments. And so uh, it had, and instead of a common set, which had 200 something moments, I thought, okay, this is my way of being able to complete a set. And I never really made the decision to actually do the full on master challenge because 
for whatever reason, and we can talk about this down the road, I think the communication between Top Shot and what this Master Challenge was going to become, there was no place on a website for me to see LaMelo Master Challenge. It was kind of through the weeds of the community and talking with other Twitter folk uh, that I finally got a semblance of, oh, there's an actual Master Challenge component to this. So I was actually completing and uh, completing the set and doing these challenges without having even known that at some point. But it wasn't really until uh, Roham came out there and with the market kind of taking its uh, course uh, from way up high to like very down low, where he said, listen, by the end of this, if you do the challenge, we will give you something in return for it. I bought the final 10 moments, two of them being uh, the most expensive ones uh, in uh, Luka Doncic uh, for $1,100 at that point, a Devin Booker, which was like three or four hundred dollars or something and so i i for the last 10 minutes i went there sniping to do the challenge um that was very difficult for me to make that decision and we can talk about that in a bit i mean crypto is a really tribal space right and and so even with nfts i'm noticing that like um i think cool cats has sort of laid out this sort of tribalism around set collection that's cool like i see people talking about hustle and show um Luke Dick sent something out about seeing stars collectors and I joined a little group and they're there. So, you know, in the, the sort of ripple of the cool cats momentum is that, um, you know, communities are sort of creating their own collector set collectors are creating their own community. So it's really, really cool to see. Yeah. So for me, it, that's one of the things that actually just, when I go back and I take a look at my entire top shot journey and for those out there that uh, basically are on the same level which is you know top shot scale wise it's just so big the community is just massive so i think building communities around sets around different types of collectors that you just vibe with we very much encourage that kind of community effort to be able to create your own utility and maybe don't always necessarily depend on top shot to do it for you so for me at the very least when i bought those final 10 moments i had no discord home I was basically just still a kind of a freelance guy out there in the Twitter world. Not really, uh, I was connecting with people here and there, but really it wasn't until that I went into the Cool Cats unofficial server to where finally that whole sense of community, to this day, I really can't thank that community enough for basically just giving me the experience of a home, a Discord home. It's so hard to be able to find. And when the market started to tank, I think that the toxicity levels within NBA Top Shot Discord itself was a lot for people to really hone in and uh, complete this collection. For me, I remember being in several discords and them saying, oh, so you're going to pay uh, X amount of money to be in Roham's pizza party. And, uh, you know, things like that really discouraged me as a collector. And that's why I waited until the final 10 minutes. I was really pull and tug for me to just really put my faith into the product. But these communities really just made that faith and just took it to a whole new level. And so for me, this is very much a lifelong a partnership that we're looking into with NBA Top Shot, and I can't be more ecstatic than being a part of it and making that decision. So let's let's talk a bit, and and maybe there are some listeners who aren't as familiar with it. Uh, the the unofficial Cool Cats Discord, because that that really was an example of, as you said, the the community driven utility or the community built utility. Um, prior to having a, a more complete understanding of what the Top Shot utility was going to be, and, and we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Um, so what was your first exposure to that, seeing that unofficial cool cat? I, I assume you probably came across it at first on Twitter, but, uh, you know, what was the first time that you saw it? Did that drive any of the decision to complete it? Um, and kind of how, how did you first get exposed to that? 
Yeah, definitely. The appeal of finding a Discord home where I could just talk basketball and top shot in a positive way with people, it was so hard to be able to find. So when that carrot was kind of dangled out there for me in the community that, hey, you finished this set, other like-minded collectors will be in this community, at least until Top Shot creates you know, their own Discord. And I'm not sure if that time, if they had announced it or not, but just the appeal of finding a positive community is what drove me in that final 10 minutes. I really just thought to myself, and I just, I'll never forget it, uh, basically being in a funnel, am I going to do this? Am I not going to do this? It was actually the last 10 minutes of that challenge where I was just furiously buying as many moments, getting some errors. Uh, I'm so thankful that that happened. But you know, initially speaking, not everybody was really positive about the, you know, Cool Cats experience because I'm not sure if people remember, but uh, there was a kind of a miscommunication between you actually doing the challenge and getting the rewards from Top Shot or just having all 30 moments post-challenge and having that kind of be, you know, the way that you get these Top Shot benefits. So there was actually, initially speaking for me, a huge chasm between what I paid for during the challenge and the post-challenge price drop which happened. And some people got great opportunity cost buying in the cool cats throughout that time and several other times down the road. But really it was that top shot community that when we got in there and we could discuss and vent out our frustrations in the end, we just picked each other up. And that's really what, you know, make your own utility. The concept was never really baked into my brain and that we could actually do it ourselves basically until the manifestation of these jerseys um, where I really saw just supply and demand just come out in different ways within this little mini community. And now we're actually seeing that in the overall community, people are saying, wow, we wish we had these jerseys too. And so this is a way that we've been able as a small subset of cool cats been able to think, okay, well, we can offer a lot of things to our larger community as well. So we're working on things even now, but really this was just like training wheels to understand what NFTs were at large. And I hadn't even realized it at that time. So thank you to Topshop for that lesson. And, and we should say to our listeners, they can't see your gorgeous Cool Cats jersey uh, that you're sporting right now in, uh, in Miami Vice colors. Uh, so because I, I have to say, seeing them on Twitter, it does it, it has made me a little bit jealous. I do. I sort of, of FOMO, wish there was huh? something like that for for seeing stars. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, credit to, to you and the whole uh, Cool Cats community for kind of coming up with that and and using it to help build community um so so let's talk about this recent announcement so as uh, as a cool cats collector as someone who obviously uh being a part of it being a part of that discord has really resonated with you um what were your thoughts seeing that announcement um what are your thoughts about I, I presume transitioning over from the unofficial discord to the official discord, or will they, is the plan for them to both kind of continue in parallel? Um, may talk a bit about that. Yeah. So the way that we see this opportunity is for one, we have a very passionate amount, you know, with people in the interim between top shot, actually, you know, actualizing these ideas. Cause that's what they were initially were just ideas. And so, it's kind of interesting to me that it wasn't until that we had some specifics about it that now we see the market start to rise back up tremendously. But really, none of these things were a surprise for us. These are things we had talked about in discussions many, many times. And I myself had been telling other people that 
one of the big benefits that we had in, in terms of utility in our group in the unofficial discord was the fact that nine lives lounge was actually born there in this community the name itself that was something that we had discussed from the beginning it was a joke and the one who really pushed that thought was who at one point was just a uh, top shot uh, moderator who has now been upgraded to top shot community manager in dumbo but we've really been working in unison with him for the past few months, uh, maybe not in these specifics in general, but in terms of him giving out surveys to us, whenever we had any type of venting or frustration throughout this time to be able to actually ask him, hey, when's this happening? What's going on? Um, we never had a firm timeline on when this would happen. And so it was just very surprising to me when it actually did come out. None, it took all of us by complete surprise, but we always knew and believed in the idea. And so many of the people who did buy um, you know, the Cool Cats on the dip were us because we knew that this was going to happen. And uh, that's, that's kind of our thought process behind that. So in terms of the announcement itself and the benefits, how would you rate it in terms of did it, did it meet your expectations? Did it fall short of your expectations? Did it exceed your expectations? Well, right now it's just a very another positive community. It's a bit frantic right now with the amount of people in there just writing left and right in the Discord. So uh, it is nice to very much uh, have a parallel. And I think I didn't get to touch it on the previous question, but the way that our unofficial Discord is kind of working for us right now is, you know, we just have basically five channels in the official Top Shot Discord. But if you want to get into any more tangential type, you know, specific, uh, good conversation. And if you want to talk about creating your own utility, if you want to basically just have a much uh, more uh, transparent way of being able to talk with Dumbo and several of the people who have created their own utility, well, that's where the unofficial Discord kind of, go, kind of goes and steps in. So for me, the full utility is really baked into that idea of creating our own utility and then weaving it into the actual Top Shot uh, community itself. So perks-wise, always happy for anything that comes from NBA Top Shot. That's basically met my expectations at the very least, considering the floor that we kind of gave in terms of creating our own jerseys and doing several of these other make your own utility projects, we had kind of set the bar there. So I think Top Shot did a great job of exceeding that. And we're just going to work tandem, hand in hand, to make sure that we can just really uh, accentuate and uh, motivate this community to just keep going and keeping up the momentum throughout our, our lives, our collector lives. So it, it almost sounds like uh, the the top shot benefits at this point are are almost incidental to you like the the community create the make your own benefits almost seem more important and to like the the top shot stuff is kind of icing on the cake is am i hearing you right yeah uh completely and it really has to do with the personalities who are out there within our very strong uh you know and if are are really strong Top Shot, unofficial Cool Cats community. I mean, I've seen, for instance, uh, the Lorax, who is a member from us, release his own 10K NFT project. So that was just an experience of having a bunch of us going and buying into that project, but also him leaning back on us for, hey, you know, I'm going to be making this thing. How do we do that? I find so much value in those kinds of experiences apart from Top Shot that for me very much, it's all kind of a funnel between what we create in our unofficial discord and what we can do for the community at large. So for me, that's kind of how the two are going to play hand in hand is to have the create your, your own utility in one and then, you know, the Top Shot uh, create them creating utility for many collectors it just i think it kind of depends on what you want to do for me i love to create and be a part of community type stuff but i understand too that not everybody has a time for it so the two are just going to work very hand in hand i feel like for the future and that's what we believe in 
and within the unofficial Top Shot uh, community. Whether we rebrand in the future to not cause confusion or things of that nature, we're not really quite sure yet, but we intend to just keep on the make your own utility concept and bake it in as much as we can for the overall community. Because for every one person that can be out there and get inspired to create their own utility, it adds so much for every person in this community. So we really believe in that concept and in the trickle down effect of just, you know, value to uh, everything else in the NFT community. So Dream, Dream Shaker, uh, uh, what, what role did Board Ape play in that blueprint and seeing what their community had done uh, in terms of generating their own path forward, their own ventures, their own merch, their own subsets. Like, um, w- was any part of that, do you think, the the sort of driver for what led the Cool Cats community down the path that they're on? Well, I don't know if there was a specific project out there that really motivated us, but what I will say that um, during this interim time where, you know, Top Shot was a bit down, there were many of us who actually started to collect other NFTs and start flipping other projects. And so a lot of those community-based ideas were baked into some of those projects where we got to see how different communities out there were doing separate different things. So one, for instance, uh, like I mentioned, the Lorax and his Poi Puppies uh, NFT, uh, what he decided to do is, hey, guys, um, I saw this in a different project. So uh, challenges, as we know, it can have a serial lottery to them. And a lot of people complain sometimes that they're on the bad end of the spectrum in terms of getting a good, you know, challenge serial card or moment lottery. And so what he said is, okay, for the person who has the um, highest serial, so an undesirable serial, uh, I'm going to go and I'm going to send Hawaiian t-shirts to that person and for everybody who's involved in doing this challenge. So we were already starting to create our own utility within Top Shot and using his own merch in order to be able to do that. So these ideas were things that we took from other NFTs. Uh, The fractionalization, um, that was a big one too, where we've actually uh, created our own utility for challenges, basically for those of us who are priced out from doing a full hollow challenge. When we got access into the hollow pack drop, we thought to ourselves, okay, this is how we can actually fractionalize uh, this Embiid hollow, which is worth X amount of money. And we own this amount of shares based on our opportunity costs that we benefited from to get the hollow pack. And so that for us, it really was pulled in from a lot of different NFT projects out there, but certainly they both work in unison. But for us, it was always about putting it back into Top Shot because that's what brought us together and that's what kept the brotherhood going. So going forward, I mean, let's, we, we need to touch on cost a little bit and, and the market because the, you know, that still, that still matters. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm looking at the chart for Cool Cats from uh, from Evaluate Market, and you know, as of uh, August sixth at noon, the cost to complete was just over thirty two hundred dollars. Uh, it it since spiked to uh, at the peak on the seventh in the evening, almost eight thousand dollars. So Good you know, you're, God Almighty. You know, it's it's now and it's it's now settled around uh, sixty six hundred. So you know, from from where it was, it's it's at least doubled, more than doubled, and and at one point it almost tripled. I mean, for you, is there a, is there a price that you can think that? Oh, if you know what, I love this community. I love being involved in it. But if it gets there, I you know, it, it's too appealing not to sell. So for me, this is all about opportunity cost. That's what the NFT space is for me. So I find value in flipping and making monetary value, but 
I've been having such great access, even doing this podcast with you fine folk. I mean, these are things that were created from just the mechanism of the space itself. So my fiance asked me this question all the time. You know, she has a very different mindset in terms of when I'm going to pull out of this stuff. But as far as the opportunity costs keep coming in for me to find value, uh, because I think that just one door opening for a certain avenue can yield benefits more than a, you know, in my Lamello flip, for instance. Uh, so I really believe in that concept and that idea. And I think the community does. Uh, and that's what the price represents because there's a whole list of things that may not appeal. All of it may not appeal to me. All of it may not appeal to this other person, but there could be one thing on there that their price is just way sky high. So that's all it really has to be in the end. So for instance, uh, I've seen several people say the dapper uh, experience of being able to test new products that's something that holds a tremendous amount of value for that person. And so for me as an NBA fan, the NBA stuff is really what I love the most, but also the direction of NBA Top Shot and being able to talk with Roham. I'm so invested and I love this platform so much. I don't think I have a price out there that could pull me away from the set. Uh, in complete all honesty, it would take, I don't know, I guess everybody has their price, but I just, I'm all about opportunity costs and I'm pretty firm in that belief. And so looking at, and, and you referenced there, um, you know, that, that cool cats lounge members will, will have access to, you know, testing out new products from Dapper and things like that. Um, was there anything that over the last few months, as you were sort of, as the time was going on and you hadn't heard the, the clear benefits from what top shot would provide, uh, and I'm sure at times you sort of imagined it, maybe you talked about it within the discord. Is there anything that top shot didn't include that you feel like, Oh, it would be great if they decided to add on this. Yeah. So I actually have one that, uh, so this is the great thing. It's always an open conversation, which is to me, one of the biggest benefits is that none of these things, these are just a list of things that they've come up with right now, but we're assuming that this is a lifelong thing. So anything is, is, is in play. So one interesting thing that I'm pulling from uh, Board Ape Yacht Club and on cyber, the idea of showcases to me would be so much more interesting if I weren't looking at a you like the NBA Top Shot page. When I imagine the metaverse as a physical construct, I'm imagining walking into somebody's digital mansion and looking at their wallet Top Shot moments. So I know that uh, Board Ape Yacht Club has a skin on, on Cyber that's only for Board Ape Yacht Club members. And it's really cool. It's like the coolest looking one on there. It's, you know, full on bar and you can hang up all your NFTs around. I think that when Top Shot gets to the point where we can start actually being able to walk into the metaverse and looking at other people's uh, showcases via their mansion, let's say, in X room, I think that having a cool cat skin for us collectors would be really, really awesome to have. And so I'm looking for all of that uh, integration with VR, uh, hopefully in the next year. That's one thing that I'm going to be very pushing for in the community is VR. Yeah, the I think that um, I'm going to throw a number to you and I want you guys to guess what it is. I'm going to play a little game. 4,816. What do you think that represents? Gee, this is a tough one, Jer. I don't and even know where to start. It It is the amount of ETH that Jenkins the valet made off his initial sale alone. And the reason I point that out is that the sort of entrepreneurial opportunity, you described as opportunity cost, Dreamshaker, of, of a, a 
community with us, I mean, you have a set amount of people that are active participants within this community that you can sell to and market to directly. There's also a lot of economic opportunity for those within this community to be entrepreneurial and create their own, um, create their own whatever. And, you know, it happened with the jerseys, but, you know, do you sense that there's a sense of entrepreneurialism around the group and, and that that will be a huge catalyst in things going forward? Yeah, for sure. I think we're already starting to see the manifestation of it in different areas. I don't want to spoil too much, but somebody did release a 10K project on there. In mind that a lot of the buyers would be us uh, because we said we would support the project and we will support one another. Uh, It has to be a good idea. So it's not that we're just going to go and throw money around, but we're very much in the belief type system that we need to keep building and working with each other. So we've actually thrown around the idea of kind of creating, uh, you know, our own like separate NFT within certain members. And I think that that in the end for me is what I'm interested in this space, particularly for my own situation is just the entrepreneurial aspect. So, you know, for instance, uh, with, uh, my uh, podcast, I'll go and put it out there on my Twitch stream, uh, Boards to Buckets. I've always just wanted to talk about basketball with basketball fans. It is so hard to find that out on NBA Twitter. It's a lot of aggregation of information. Um, it's just, it's so hard to pull in an audience. So I think you're completely right when you can say there is an audience here at the very least that I can start with and build on top of that. So that's what NBA Top Shot for me has done with this at very much this collector set, but there's going to be all sorts of communities that can spawn on for this. And we all very much encourage that other communities are able to make your own utility and do exactly what we did because it's not about the pie and whether we're sharing the pie with other set holders and them creating communities. We're all involved with other sets as well. When you create value in the community, it helps all of us in the NBA Top Shot community. So I'm very much uh, a gung-ho person for influence one person out there to go and create an idea, create a business. And when you see the ripple effects from that, it just, it can come back in a lot of ways that, uh, you know, financially speaking, uh, can yield opportunities even better than a small flip. Before we wrap up, I have a bone to pick with your stream, Dream Shaker. I'm going to throw it out here right now. (laughs) There was an, an episode you did um, focused on free agency. So of course, as the ardent Bulls fan that I am, I expected that the first, second, and third story would all be the Chicago Bulls talking about their new kind of sort of medium three. I'm not going to call them a big three. I can't, <laughs> as much as I love Caruso, I can't call them a big three. Uh, but such a homer leading off with the heat, man, and Lowry, your team, <laughs> Uh, but all kidding aside, I'm really happy to have you on and uh, definitely check out uh, his Twitch stream, Boards the Buckets. And then the other thing I would say is this is the first episode uh, Dream Checker and I have been talking about doing a, a nine episode, nine lives lounge sort of community spotlight. So this is the first episode of that. And then we have eight other stories between now and the beginning of the NBA season that we're going to get to. Um, as we go along. So I want to thank you for being on. Adam, I, of course, want to thank you for being on. Always a pleasure to have you on, my friend. Anytime, and, you know that. Yes. And uh, in, in, yeah, Dream Shaker, thanks for joining us today. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for checking out this episode. I want to thank my uh, co-host, Adam Fish, and my special guest, Dream Shaker. 
I'm going to be bringing you a number of exciting episodes over the next week. Going to be joined by the art of Yasmin, sort of previewing her Elven drop that is going to be coming on the 27th, as well as talking with Rob PT45 about loot box laws. Going to be catching up with Kylo Ren on Ape Dao after the massive success of Ape Dao Remix, and we're going to have much, much more coming your way. Uh, so stay tuned. Thanks for all of your subscriptions, retweets, and likes. The The support is tremendous, and it's so, so greatly appreciated. As for now, it is Dr. Jeremy on behalf of Packrip Media signing off, saying take care of yourselves and each other. Peace. Peace.